kid, I was a good boy. Meaning that my mom would have described me as a good boy. I, from a very early age, learned to clean, uh, do dishes, make some food. I mean, by the time I was seven, I was able to make a basic meal and, and clean up. And that got me a lot of love and a lot of attention from my mom because my dad was gone when, we were, when I was seven. So it was around that age that I sort of jumped in. My mom was depressed and I kind of jumped in. Meanwhile, that kept growing and kept happening. And I'll tell you this particular example is that I can clearly remember uh, cleaning the kitchen floor while my mom was out at work and her coming home and being so excited and so happy that I had done that. And, and I, I guess in my little boy mind, figured out that that worked. I figured out that if I wanted to get my mom's love, that was what I needed to do. I needed to do stuff. I needed to do more. And of course, you know, then every time she would come home, I would clean that kitchen floor. And then I realized that I suddenly wasn't getting quite as much of attention as I had gotten from cleaning the floor. It was kind of sadly expected. So I realized that I had to up my game. So that cleaning the floor became doing the dishes and doing the dishes became cooking some food and cooking some food became vacuuming uh, the house and, and getting my siblings ready for bed before my mom would come home from work. And you know, just like it became this massive job that became insatiable. It was impossible to fulfill it because as I would do more, I would get the applause, I would get the focus, I would get the attention that I desperately wanted as a kid. And this didn't stop at seven, just so you know, this continued throughout my life, actually into my very early 30s, sadly, that that was my game for life. That was what I learned as a kid. That if I wanted to get the attention that I wanted, the love that I wanted, I had to do more. And here's what I see, particularly I see this happening um, in very much in family-owned businesses, in, in that... That, that business families who have got multi-generational situations going on. But I also see in executives, there's this sense of I've got to do more, that somehow more is better. And, and the problem with it is that it's held in a paradigm that's not present, meaning it's, it's a belief system that was somehow integrated as a kid but actually has nothing to do with us as, as adults. In fact, when I bring this up with my clients, the people I work with, I'll say to them, okay, so tell me, what, what is better? Is it better for you to do two high-quality things, I mean, really do an exceptional job and complete them, or is it better for you to do 20 things, kind of half-assed, but you did 20 things? And, of course, we all know the answer. The answer is it's better to do the two quality things. And then I say, well, why are you doing the, why are you doing the 20? And there's a pause, as you can imagine, because they can see that that's what they're doing. And the pause is this moment of realization that 20 things looks better, that 20 things is a better story. It gets more applause. It gets more recognition. It gets more attention. That they're running that same thing that I was running as a kid. That I continue to run in businesses and in relationships. I can clearly remember being in my apartment and I was living with this girl in my late 20s. 
we were living together and I remember she was out you know I wasn't expecting her home for a couple of hours and I was just chilling I was just relaxing by the you know what laid on the couch or whatever it was watching TV and I heard her key go in the door and I can remember clearly feeling this panic and jumped up, flicked the TV off quick and started going to the kitchen and started cleaning up. And I, I caught myself like, you know, it's like when you look at yourself outside of myself and caught myself and realized that I was still behaving like that kid who was desperate for the approval of my mom. And that that was my operating system in life, not just with my mom, not just with girlfriends, but that was actually how I was doing business. And I had to stop and ask, whose attention am I trying to get by being crazy busy? Why is it not okay? Why does it say something negative about me if I take down downtime to refuel? And so that's my question to you. My question to you that I want you to challenge you as, as this leadership and loyalty tip is to challenge you to look at how are you refueling? Are you refueling? Or are you in the business of being busy? Are you doing busyness? Are you trying to impress rather than being present with? That's the difference. When you're present with, it's not quite as express. Um, you know, it's not quite as like, oh, everybody's looking at you when you as when you're doing twenty thousand things. But if you're doing those two things, one thing, but you're totally present with it, including a conversation, are you actually with the person? Or are you thinking about what they're thinking about? You're thinking about the other things you should be doing. Like what will happen if you actually just stop trying to impress? Listen, your employees, the people you work with, your team members, the people in your organization, your children, your partners in life and in business, we all want the same thing. We all want to know that we're loved and appreciated. That's a human piece. It's not bad, just a fact. We want that. When everybody's trying to impress you and you're trying to impress everybody, if you really want to impress people, stop taking on so much. Come back to center. Get yourself centered and decide right there how you can be fully present with something because the love and the attention that you really want will best be delivered to you by being present.